Post show feast weekly dish show. I'm Stephanie Hansen. <laughs> I'm Steph March, and we have a special guest child today. We hello, do. hello, hello. It's Ellie Johnson. Ellie Johnson in the house. Here Ellie I am. And we have a special guest producer too. We have Grant with have, us today. What's up, guys? Yeah, we're so glad to have you here, pal. Thank you. Appreciate seeing you on this day. I think I've worked with you guys the this Saturday after Thanksgiving before because I know when we did it the last time. I was hungry the whole show. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happens. No one else that wants to do we're it. doing our job. Oh, <laughs> totally yeah. happens. Yeah, it's it's fun though. It'll be a good day. So awesome. Um, quick note, Stephanie. But I don't know why I feel like I need to do this. But you know how the birthdays come up on your Facebook? Um, yeah. It's Chef Jack's birthday today. Oh, is it? Rest in peace, Chef Jack. But I happen to be going through some videos. You know how when you drive home from like a car trip and you just delete videos or delete old pictures, whatever. I was going through my phone and I have a number of videos of him. So I was watching them and I was going to post one because he kind of goes through the Chef Jack platter that had the the rooster eggs and he had the smoked (laughs) liver pate quenelle and the homemade pickles. But I didn't know if that was really my place. So I didn't post it. It's just my special moment in my phone. Yeah, just have it for yourself. Sometimes yeah. those are, I mean, that's an important, you know, that's how you feel. Just There's another thing. one, too, where he's laughing and he's just like belly laughing, you know, because he was a big laugher. We laughed a lot when yeah. we would do stuff together. Yeah. And I feel like there's a good thing about this weekend that kind of gives people time to reflect on family and friends and, you know, the gratitudes, of course. And, and that's great. So that's or, a good moment. Or you might have the why do I waste my time with these? Yeah, there might be also that putting myself out there with these people. They don't appreciate me. They don't get me. I don't know why I have to keep doing. Clearly, you have a lot of feelings. Yeah, I'm just. That feels a little focused on yourself. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Feels like it's Happy Thanksgiving. Should be less about how. Should be less about you. No, No, I'm just kidding. uh, Zimmer did a post that really touched me. On I guess it was on Facebook, Andrew Zimmer about just. If you are feeling lonely or if oh, yeah. you have a family that doesn't fill your cup and you're yeah. feeling pressure, like no, a lot I've of seen... people's families are triggering. Well, not only that, <laughs> but a lot of people don't have the same sort of like this large family gathering that we talk True. about. And so then they don't, you know, they're kind of either or they're in a strange city. They don't have anybody like yep. here. So they're like, well, I can't afford to go home or, 
You yeah. know, if you no, think about that. No, hype's up for Friendsgivings. Yeah. Friendsgivings are very popular nowadays, and I'm, I'm all about them. And people are doing, like, bring your own, bring a dish from your culture things that are, like, really cute. Yeah. It's just TikTok's full of really cute Friendsgivings. I just think it's Thanksgiving, though. I mean, like, if it's on Thursday, it's Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter if you're friends or your I mean, like, most of us have sort of a mix anyway. I mean, like, my table is not my whole family. Right. Not at all. My table is mixed with a ton of people. And so, like, I think Friendsgiving, I like it for, like, having, like, your girlfriends or whatever and doing all your fun stuff, too. But, like... Like, I just want to say, like, whatever Thanksgiving you throw together, that's your Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? I think it's pretty great that Ellie is going to help me understand the TikTok world. Oh, <laughs> she's got a large, she's got a large. I'm, I'm working on it myself still. It's a you got a thing to lift. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm not, it's, it, it makes me mad as I'm like sitting there and I've like paid for like editing software. And I, that I've used for years. And I'm like looking at these like 13 year olds who are posting TikToks <laughs> who are just demolishing me all internally, all inside the app. And they look fantastic. And it just makes me straight up mad. It makes me really mad. <laughs> I can't that stand it. you don't it. have the editing skills. No, and I'm like, where are you getting these skills? And they're just watching millions of YouTube videos. Yeah, now. dude, I was going to say they have the time also. They don't have to actually have a job. So that's all that they do. <laughs> they go to school and they make videos. I know, and they, they're watching the YouTube videos at school yeah. on the laptops that the schools give them yeah. nowadays. <laughs> I love that you're a curmudgeon, just like your mother. I, but I, yet I you're in your old man at heart. freaking 20s. This is amazing. So you guys, as far as the part of the feast show we do is we do the wins and the losses. And I did put the Facebook question up asking you what is your biggest win or fail of the 2022 feast? We already have a bunch of people who are commenting. Um, Jamie says, my boyfriend grilled us the most delicious and beautiful turkey I've ever had in my life. It was perfection. So super win. Um, <clears throat> mostly we have some wins. Uh, or ordered the revival brisket meal kit. So good. Yum. After doing meal kits the last few years, my new favorite side is mac and cheese. Who knew? Yeah. Um, we got wins for the turkey, Ferndale dry brine, roasted the in brown butter sage, the IP mashed potatoes. Thank Yum. you, Miss Dish. Honey time roasted carrots. Failed New York Times mac and cheese. Though it tasted good, it was more of a soup. So we've got this huh. going. Like We've got plenty of that. We want you guys to fill in that entire, like, use that as your place to vent. What was your wins? Brag it out. What was your fails? Get it done. I feel like... I was, um, what's the word, when you're sort of coveting someone's life on the socials? You have FOMO. I was FOMOing yours. Oh, I didn't do, I didn't even oh, post very much, you, I feel like. What you posted, though, like you had the the oyster oh, tray with listen. the fire outside and I someone was, was wearing your oysters long fur. on Thanksgiving. That's so weird. Next I, time like, you started my house, girlfriend. I, I think it was like the food and wine cover. They had this like gorgeous seafood spread on that it. And I, was, Stephanie did I wanted oysters. Claws. Yeah. Yeah. We did oysters. I went to coastal seafood and I pre-ordered. This was great, by the way. This was super smooth. And I think I might do this every year also because the whole thing of like when you start with cheese and crackers, you you're know, you, yeah, you're kind of like, you you're don't totally starting with bread is full. a bad idea. So we, cocktails we always have you know uh ryan always makes us like a big batch cocktail and then i and because it was kind of snowy and perfect outside we just threw a bunch of snow in a bowl i went to coastal and i got about two dozen oysters i got one from i got a dozen from west coast a dozen from east coast and then i just did the little half pound of crab claws snow crab and then you make a little mustard mail for the crab mignonette for the oysters and lemons Dudes, that was the easiest pre-meal setup I've ever done. That was exactly what I was craving, too. And then we did have a cheese log, and it was delicious. But it was like, it was cream cheese, cranberries, and pistachios. And the kids just, like, housed the crackers. Yeah. Well, and the cream <laughs> cheese, too. Like, things that are creamy also kind of fill you up a little bit, I feel like. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a big deviled egg fan. Yeah, which I'm we with you. end up having. But that, I think, is, like, a good medium for me, where it's, like, a little bit heavier of an appetizer. But, like, that two-bite thing, it's, like, I, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I no, like I'm, I'm in for that. And a little sure. protein. Let's. 
if you're, that's what I liked about your oysters too. Yeah. Like if you're laying a base and yeah. you're going to have a long day of well, no, you, I, if you're me, you haven't good. eaten until then. So you're going to be bitter if you don't have like at least a little something. To yeah. Like snack no, you on definitely need it, especially because we tend to have like bubbles starting at noon, you know, yes, and then we have like same. all of a sudden it's like oyster time It's like, okay, something, put it in your yeah, body. You know same. what I mean? Let's go. But yeah, no, we did pretty well. I will say that we did pretty well as far as like, like we got, you know, the turkey. By the way, this is like the way that I'm going to do the turkey forever now. Okay. The we cone need feed legs. to discuss Holy your moly. confit legs. Those were like shockingly easy, delicious. And like, I don't, I've always like, I've been ignoring the dark meat because I'm always just like, man, dark meat. Bleh. Oh, I like the dark meat. I know. And favorite. I don't, I used to be a dark meat kid when I was growing up. That's all I ate. But listen, this was like a whole nother level. How did you do it? So I woke up in the morning. So I hit, so I salted them. You know, I did like a garlic salt rub on them the night before, the day before. I stuck them in plastic bags, just the legs. And by the way, the butcher did the spatchcocking and cut the legs off for me. I didn't put a knife to that bird until it was cooked, which okay. was amazing. So I let them sit in the salt. And then I, um, and then that next morning I woke up. And like, rub- were they rubbed or like covered? No, I just rubbed them. Okay. I just rubbed them and then I stuck them in the bag and sealed it. Sometimes I think those salt bakes are just too much. So. Well, that's a salt bake, right? Yeah. I know, that, especially for a turkey. But, yeah. but this one, so then you take it out and I actually rinsed it of the salt before I put it into the, and then I, I melted two quarts of, of pork fat, which I got from France there 44. Yeah. And then I put them and I put in like a bay leaf, a couple bay leaves, peppercorns, rosemary, thyme sprigs some garlic in the fat and then i submerged the turkey legs thighs and turkey all together in there and then i stuck it in the oven at 275 for three hours that's it nothing so else they cooked would you say pork succulent fat. oh my god i pulled it out and i like i like took a tongs to a little bit and went like it went flew you know what it went just like flew and it was so beautiful and so delicious and not it tasted more like a pork roast than a turkey like, that's the beautiful part of it. It was so soft, but it still had that turkiness to it. So then we just pulled the legs. And, like, here's the other thing. A lot okay, of people... Okay, wait. Uh, still questions. Okay. So it's oily. You take it out now. Okay. So you wait, wait, fish wait. out your drummies. No, no, no. I, now, okay, so what happens? You take it at 270. After three hours, you know, it's fine. This is a preserving method. So I just stuck that thing outside. I just stuck the entire Dutch oven, lid and all, outside. The fat solidified around it. You can keep it like that for six months. It can sit in the cone feet for like six months if yep. you wanted to, because it's a preserving method. So, so instead, so that was noon yesterday, and then or the day before, and I just let it sit in the in the garage until everybody came, and then we did all the other things, and then by the time everyone came, I put it back on the stove. I melted the fat, you know, I just stuck it right on a burner, okay. low, okay. slowly melted the fat, and then I pulled out Fished a couple out of the, the legs. Meat. I pulled them. People want you to sear it if you're going to serve it. You know, they're like the, all the recipes say you want to like sear it with the fat, the skin side down. But I don't I was just I was, nobody was going to get their own leg to chew on. Right. You know what I mean? So we just pulled it and then just put it on a platter and it was gone. Gone. Sounds pretty good. Gone. But it sounds like you got to know what you're doing. It's so easy. Once the minute like and I texted like Whitfley, you know what I mean? John yep. Whitfley from Animalize. I was going to say this sounds very Animalize. Yeah, no, like, I was like, dude, do I have to sear it? And he's like, well, this is what you want to do. And da, da, da. So I had a lot of advice from people. But I mean, literally, there's nothing. That was the easiest part of the meal. And it was by far the best thing on, okay. the, on the table. We have to take a break. But we also have to find out what happened 
with the broccoli oh allegory. When we that. come back, you're listening to the Weekly Dish presented by our friends at Makers Mark, Knob Creek, Steph Mart, Steph Hansen, Ellie Johnson today with Grant at the controls. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. It is the Post Feast Show. I'm Stephanie Hansen. I'm Steph March. And Ellie Johnson's here with us today. Hello, hello, hello. And okay, Stephanie, okay. I've been dying to know how the broccoli alligot, which is based on a mashed potato situation, which is the potatoes alligot, right? which has like equal parts like butter it's and potato. It's sort of a little, it's supposed to be a little bit of cheese, but it's supposed to, so it's supposed to be cheese. So the potatoes, when you get them, and if you want to try like the professional ones, P.S. Steak. Oh, they're amazing. <clears throat> they're so good. And they have a little bit of cheese to make them like, you know, kind of a little bit springier than your normal like mashed potatoes. And so that's the idea. And then so the idea is to take just the very tops of the crowns, like literally the little green shaving, the green parts off the top. And then you're supposed to sort of cook it with cream and then a mozzarella, whole milk mozzarella. That's that's supposed to do that. So I don't know. So here's one of the two things. One of the things is that my incredible sous chefs include, you know, the sons of all sorts. Um, And Ryan is my favorite because Ryan just does whatever I tell him. I go, I go do this and go put this in here and put that much in there and go do this. And he just does it. And he's really good at it. Um, and I, I think that I like he and I together, we're trying to do this one and we're staring at it together while he was doing it. But I think, I think it didn't work for two reasons. One. So it was a fail. It was a fail. Okay. Um, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't a fail in terms of the fact that it ended up feeling like a broccoli, almost like a cream of broccoli dish. Okay. You know Which, what I mean? You know, broccoli it and just cheese. Wasn't, like that's good. It did not look like that gorgeous green <laughs> one that we have on the Facebook looked, page. The recipe looked really dangerous to me. Like, I don't think this is going to work. So kinda. part of it is, too, I would say that part of it is that, like, I shaved off the top of the broccoli things. And by that point, um, I had already cut my finger. Yourself. <laughs> you just already had, bandaged finger. I'd already had enough to drink where I had my first slice. And then I, um, of, her finger. of my finger. And then I, um, I don't know if I cut too much or like a not enough. Like there's, it's, there's no, like there should have been a visual with that. Cause that's not a thing you do every day. Right. You don't just shave off the green parts of broccoli. Yes. And so I was kind of like, well, um, we'll see how I did with that. But then the whole other part of it was that you're supposed to blend it in a blender. And I think that they might have wanted to use a Vitamix for that kind of a thing. Uh huh. I like just got really high power. Like I like like to make it like a puree. Yeah. And I don't have one of those. I have a stick blender, which is what I use to do everything. And I make great potato purees with my stick blender. Yep. I do all sorts of things like that. But this was, I think, not huh. up to the task of that level of color. That needed to be decimated. You know it, what I mean? It's, those those Vitamix, they kind of add some heat too. So it's like you're cooking it as you're like pureeing it. Yeah. And yep. it comes together more. Yeah, but I don't need, and, I, and, and, and it was like interesting because it was like you're supposed to pull it off and then it was just like you're supposed to puree it to the, I think I might have tried it. What I should have done is probably put it in the Cuisinart. You know what I mean? The food processor. Yeah. Potentially. Instead of doing like trying to stick blend it and then return it and then the whole thing is you have to stir, stir, stir and add like a handful of cheese and let it melt. Stir, stir, stir. But I think it just wasn't, I think it just didn't get pureed enough is okay. the thing. So, again, it, it went into the dish. It was very pretty. It was creamy. It was salty. It was a little cheesy. 
It was great. It just wasn't what I wanted yeah. it to be. There's always a lot of like uh, cooking skills at play when you're having to do these like cream sauces and adding like the For fresh sure. Parmesan and For mozzarellas sure. and stuff like that. It's like it seems so easy and it is to some extent, but it's also like the easiest thing to screw up. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's Ellie delicate. Was not with me this Thanksgiving. So first Thanksgiving that we I weren't know. together and I didn't have your food. And I was How did you feel sad. about that? Because Jake wasn't was with me either. I I mean it was it it really was my first Thanksgiving without like specifically my mom and dad and it's always been the three of us and we've even had Thanksgivings where it's like we make a chicken and I have to go ski race that morning yeah um so I, there was a little bit of like nostalgia and sadness on on that part but it was really fun because I spent it with my girlfriend's family and they are really talented cooks and the meat dishes were great um there there was some faux pas. Uh, <laughs> That uh, upset me. Like, thank God I, I made my own pumpkin pie and brought it because uh, the other pumpkin pie that was brought, they were trying to get creative. So they use a different type of gourd. <laughs> oh, I like a squash pie, though. Yeah, but it was like, she specifically said gourd. Oh. And the, the color was not right and there wasn't enough sugar. So it just kind of tasted like a like gourd. A, like squashy. With like, but like pumpkin pie it, spice. And it was like, that's it was not bad, but I was like, it wasn't what you wanted. No, I wanted my pumpkin pie with Kerrygold butter that she, like, my girlfriend makes great pie crust, and I make great custard filling, and it was, oh, it was excellent. Okay. <laughs> it really was. It was that. a great pie. And then we made your carrots, which, I mean, that's also one of Kate's favorite dishes, and, you know, everyone always needs, like, this creamy vegetable side. It's like, oh, we're making a vegetable. Let's add, like, a ton of butter, a ton of cream, a ton of cheese, and I love all that stuff. Like, I love a green bean casserole, but sometimes you just look at your plate, and I'm like, I, I just want, like, a... A vegetable. A vegetable. <laughs> yeah. uh, just roasted carrots. Yeah, just like roasted carrots and like honey roasted carrots with goat cheese and thyme. It's like an excellent side dish. It's like really easy and it was like easy to pull together and kind of cheap to pull together. Because yeah. I was like, let's think of a, because they had to bring something. I was trying to think yeah. of something that was inexpensive. Yeah. I, I, I did not. Store. And at one point, Kate's mom was like, oh, we could, we could do fruit skewers. You go get some fruit. And I was like, I am not spending $40 <laughs> on something. I'm not even cooking. Yeah, no. No. Not to skewer something. Fruit skewers. We did uh, the only, I was just saying, now I'm like running through the dishes being like, what did not have cheese on it? But we didn't, we didn't do any like super cheesy things, actually. We had like a little note, like the delicata squash rings had like a little gorgonzola on top, just Yum. sprinkled. Well, you know I, mean, I mean, even like our, our carrots had goat cheese on them. Okay. I'm, like, I'm not okay. crazy. Okay. Here. Well, I mean, there's, I mean, our hips. So then here's the other thing that was actually the biggest win. And I don't think I actually got a bite of it. So here's how this goes. Cause I go like, Oh, I'll go back for that too. It was the carrot Wellington. So, you know, I always do hipster. Oh. Well, I would do hipster carrots and I'm always like, but like what kind of like, I don't know, maybe, maybe something different this year. Cause I'm just sort of tired of it. Right. So I took the Dufour puff pastry and first thing that we did was we melted a bunch of leeks with like with thyme. So we had and then I put down like the sliced leeks with thyme. And then I put down um, then I put down slices of camembert, which that is the key to that one. You put down like little slices of camembert this way. And then I had roasted the carrots. And so then we we piled the carrots on top of that. And then we put spinach had been sauteed with garlic on top of that. And then that we folded into the puff pastry. So no mushrooms even. No mushrooms. It That's wasn't fantastic. a Wellington. In I love every anyway. single thing. In Did you that. take a picture of it? Um, like on the outside, it looks like a big <laughs> log of pastry dough. And then I was like, I, I like everybody went in and got it. And then by the time I remembered to be like, oh, I should go back and get that, there was none left. Like it had been gone. Did it slice properly? Like, did it look I like a no pretty idea. Wellington? No idea. Got a lot of good feedback. <laughs> no, no idea. Yeah. That's funny. But everyone said it was delicious. So. 
I think I might have to try it again. Like okay. I might make it again just to see, you know. Yeah. We so I'm trying to think of we had a lot of wins and a lot of wins. I mean, the turkey that my mother or stepmom stuffed. Was the pictures fantastic. of your turkey looked so gorgeous. It was fantastic. Yeah, your, your turkey was actually like textbook. It just looked beautiful. And we kept like it was your mother-in-law. Yeah, it was Dolores. Yeah, uh, no, Kathy. Oh, Kathy. But we it was like putting the foil on, taking the foil off. Like I wanted it to get that exact like bright brown color. Yeah. And she's a baster, so she kept opening it up like every hour and basting. And then I would put the foil back on, take the foil off because I wanted to manage how dark it was on the top. It was very tasty. Probably one of the best turkeys I've ever had, actually. And she had brined it, dry brined it, and it was stuffed. Yeah, there you go. So delicious. So, all right, we've got more Feast Talk. We'll be back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We just found out that Stephanie did not have dressing on her table. We didn't just find out. I've been talking about it for weeks. <laughs> Maybe I just listened. <laughs> Maybe you I'm just sorry. tuned in. Did you just start listening to me today? That's sort nice. of like a Lori and Julia moment yeah. there, I think. Yeah. I don't know. No, I feel like that was like the thing that like a couple weeks ago I was just saying. I'm like, I don't understand. I mean, like, I don't. I don't, everybody who I tell that I don't have stuffing on the Thanksgiving table freaks out and tells me it's their favorite thing, which Ellie just did. Well, I mean, it is. It's, it, it upsets <laughs> me a little bit because that is like my favorite right. dish on the table. But it's so weird that none of my kids, like every year that I make it, and I have said this before, I make it very traditionally. I've done stovetop. I've done like like creative. I've done standard and it, I throw it away every year. And I'm so I just got done with it. I was like, done, not making it. So, and I don't know if it's because we have bread also on the table with other things and it, or if we, because we have so many other vegetables that there just doesn't, it kind of gets put to the side, but people don't crave it at my house. I don't know. It's also just be like a family taste thing. I, I mean, know. I think it just, we never, it just never got into the zeitgeist, you know, mashed potatoes. Like that's a, you can't have a Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes, right? But, or at least some kind of potato dish. But you know, mashed potatoes. Like I have to, I could have two potatoes, but one of them has to be mashed potatoes. I did an entire instant pot, like the whole stainless steel to the top, big pot full of like mashed potatoes. Like three whole pounds of mashed Five. potatoes. It was eight. You did, you did eight? <laughs> I did eight pounds. I don't know why. How, oh my I God. was like, wow. Well, cause I thought like. How so, much water did you put in there? Oh, like to the fill line where you and can't then add more. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to put them on for 12 minutes. And then I dumped the water out and then I mashed them right in there with the You are the queen of testing the limits of your gadgets. <laughs> I seriously think that all I did was put in a cup of water. Like, you know what I mean? Like I oh, didn't. Yeah. No, I did them like you would do them on the stove. Oh, okay. And they, they I did them at noon and they were still when hot there's at five. too much water. I always feel like and maybe I'm wrong in this and maybe this is just my fails. But if there's too much water, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't come to pressure as well. Oh, it takes a long time. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I'm kind of used to that. And yeah. I was making them early Okay, because um, I was just letting them sit. And everyone was amazed that four hours later, I'm like, watch, I'm going to open this. These are going to be perfectly hot. Yeah. And then I didn't Wait, did even... you mash them and then seal it back up? Yes. Okay. And well, of course they were still hot. I mean, you made eight pounds of potatoes. Yeah, but totally hot. Like not even like lukewarm hot, like real hot. And then she was like, did you have it on saute then or did you have it manual on low 12 manual no no no. afterwards like after it's done yeah i left it on there's a setting Sante. that says no no it's a different setting and okay. it says like keep warm or something oh okay gotcha low or i don't know yeah. no it's like a, it's like a we like didn't even warm, put them yeah. in a in a like fancy just, dish i was just like boom. okay i've got 25 pounds of potatoes here just give me a spoon well yeah. in a kathy's house you kind of serve you know buffet style where everyone yeah. piles into the kitchen with their plates sure 
I will Hello. say excellent pumpkin pie was made, which was great. Good. Um, I did make, and I'm going to post this recipe after I have a moment to breathe, which will probably be next week. I made a Maker's Mark chocolate pecan pie. And it was... You never make pecan pie. I don't. Normally, Kurt makes it. And it's got the carol syrup jelly kind of pecan pie situation, which is fine. Yep. But this was a recipe that had eggs, flour, and butter, and then a bunch of Maker's Mark and pecans and chocolate chips. You pour it into a par-baked crust, and it was like... A, cho- a whiskey chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, Everyone yeah, was yeah. like, what is with that pie? It was really, really, really good. good. Why is this year you're experimenting with chocolate pies? I that, like I love French silk pies. A kid knew never made it at our like own. No, and it's not like, French silk. It's silk. almost like a chocolate chip cookie in a crust. I know. A I whiskey just, cookie. I, as a kid, I fixated on chocolate pies, and you just never touch them. You oh, know. you know what? The best chocolate pie ever is the recipe from um, the actual chocolate pie, the Southern chocolate pie recipe from the Help. Remember the like the the controversial oh, chocolate yeah. pie. But when you make the real chocolate pie recipe from there, it's so. Good. Let's post it. We'll find oh it. Oh my god, I made it. that two years ago. Remember, I was like, I got obsessed with it, and I started making it at Christmas time. So good. I'll oh, send it to you. I'll I, I will definitely make that. Okay, okay. we're we're good at pie crust, but yeah. Um, so that was, and then also we had a bunch of those better than pie, the meringue pies that I was telling you about that she sells at the Minneapolis Farmers Market. Better than pie, it's called, and they have a meringue crust, and then they have a cream filling like a lemon curd or a maple pecan or pumpkin. And then a layer of whipped cream on top. So I had those two. Those were really good. That's well, pretty decent. 60s. We had sweet potato pie. Joe made sweet potato pie. And then we had a fluffy coconut cake, too. So Ooh, I love he coconut is, cake. Yeah, I know. I don't remember eating any of that. So I just want you to know. We were all very tossed at our Thanksgiving. <laughs> I was super hungover yesterday. I'm just not going to lie. I had to kick people out at 1130. That's I was funny. Like, you guys I can't got, do it anymore. You guys, I'm like, you guys got to go. Everyone is sitting around. Not everybody. You know, people have, you know, left during the day. And then, but then I was like, I, I, I just, you guys got to go. Like all the youngs had, they drained like four of my whiskey bottles. And then I was like, all right, I'm out. Like I've been cooking since 10 a.m. You guys got to go. It's time. It's time. You gotta leave. Call your Ubers. Hey, I just want to point out again, you guys on the Facebook page, we do have uh, the question of what is your biggest win or fail for the 2022 feast? We have Jennifer says her biggest win was the sweet potato souffle. Fail oh, tie yum. between the funeral potatoes and the lime whip salad. Both did not make the leftovers cut. Ooh. My my jello, my cranberry jello was good, but it also did not make the leftovers cut. That yeah. went down funeral into the potatoes. Thing. Mm-hmm. How do you screw up funeral I, potatoes? Hey, I don't know, right? Those are she one didn't of my ex- favorites. She didn't. She didn't expound, so we'll have to see. Is but that this the one, cheesy sour cream yes, frosted potatoes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Maybe funeral, funeral potatoes. Right. Katie said she did a classic cornbread casserole, which everyone loves, except it was taking a little too long to finish cooking. So I made the mistake of putting it on a higher rack and Ooh. turning the oven up for at least five minutes of cooking. Burnt cornbread casserole ended up being served. Never again. Can I say that that is the number one reason that my stuff, I mean, besides the alligot, which is, of, of course, a total, like, crapshoot, right? But the reason that anything that will, like, totally fail is because at the end, I'm like, ah, put it in you, the oven well, again. You panic, turn like, up the oven. you want to put it in at 300? I and I'm like, why do I do that every time? Because, I'm also liable for that mistake. Because I think it's like we all fixate on getting that meal hot and on the table or, like, on the buffet or whatever. And I think about it, I want it to be, like, warm for people. And so I... 
I throw things back in the oven and I absolutely ruin them. I dry them out. I did that with the pumpkin pie because it was taking too long and yeah. I turned up you the oven. You can't rush the pumpkin pie. Kurt walked over and he goes, did you turn up the oven? And I go, yeah, just like 10 degrees. He goes, I wouldn't do that. And he turned it back down and he goes, it's, he goes, you just need to be patient. Yeah. Like, Good okay, man. Fine. Good man. Fine. Thank God he caught you. Fine. I'll be patient. <sighs> um, I want to tell you guys just, it is like Black Friday. It's Small Business Saturday. So we're going to talk a little bit about some deals. Um, do you want to, since we're kind of just still talking about food, do you want to go into um, talking about some leftover ideas? Yeah, let's do leftovers okay. instead of so yeah, the deals. Right now, many of you have leftover pumpkin pie. And it's probably starting to get a little because it just kind of gets a little soggy as the days go on, right? Um, I made a fantastic pumpkin pie milkshake. Oh. So you just take the whole piece of pie. Yeah. And you put that in the blender. Yeah. With uh, some pumpkin pie spice, with some vanilla ice cream, some milk. You can line the inside of your vessel with some salted caramel. I made some in the Instant Pot, which is real easy. Take the um, sweetened condensed milk, take the lid off, cover it in tin foil, put it in the Instant Pot on the trivet, and about halfway, water up the can. Okay. And then you turn your Instant Pot to 40 manual. And then it re-release your pressure, and then you take your, very carefully, because it's like molten hot caramel in there, and set it on the counter and take the tin foil off, let it like set up a little bit. Put your vanilla or whatever your flavoring is you want to put in there, stir it up. And boy, I lined the inside of the glass with that. And then I poured the pumpkin pie milkshake in there. Wow. It was real good. Was that just for you? Like you just did that no, for No, I your- did a whole recipe and a TV segment about it. Oh. It was okay. real good though. Yeah. Like Kendall and I were just like drinking the whole milkshake, which, you know, it has a piece of pie. In each cup. This is why I was like, did you make that just yourself? Because I can't imagine going through all that, that to like have that whole thing and then just be like by yourself eating it. Oh, you know what did, I mean? Though. Oh, I have the definitely sat have really? for an entire evening and made myself a complex dessert. And it's it's one of those things that by the time you sit down to eat it, you're like, I just want two bites of this. I know, I'm I don't so- even want it anymore. <laughs> I spent so much time and effort on this. And that's what I'm thinking. You can't think. I'm like, I, I don't know if I go past like... Getting out the ice cream and then there's pie there. Like, how do I even go past that? I'm just going to go. Well, because it was the crust gets kind of mudgy. Oh, does it? So you blend it up and it's. it's I mean, if you had a bunch of people coming over, like, I would absolutely do that as like a fun, a finale. That's spectacular. Yeah. I like it. Or a Friendsgiving after the fact. Well, T Rex cookies, they do like, they throw like a whole pie into their like cookie mix. The Hobart, yes. Yes. On TikTok. You could even do that from just like a cookie, sugar cookie base. Just like add your pumpkin pie. Yeah, you could do that too. See, those TikToks go real viral where they put all the weird stuff. Oh, I love them. They're so fun to watch. She has those Thanksgiving cookies for sale. Like you can buy those cookies that have like the gravy and everything else in the cookie. They're at Coastal Seafoods. Okay. It's crazy. Oh, I need to she try makes that. them. Yeah, go find them. They're like way in the back. Um That looks good. Okay, I'm making tonight I'm making uh risotto. I do always do that turkey risotto because it's so easy because I have a couple of Do you do it in stems. your instant pot, the five minute recipe? Nope. 
Uh-uh. Oh. I do it. I like to. Uh, the only reason Hands I'm on risotto, do, it's fun. The only reason I'm going to do risotto in the instant pot is if I need to. Is if I have to do it fast or like something. I love the stirring and the developing of the starches slowly and like the pouring of the stock, all of it. That's I love okay. that. That's one of my favorite dishes to make. You got to be like hands on with it. It's yes. just so fun. I totally go instant pot on that. Like five minutes and it's done. You no. cook for ease more Yeah, than but like others. the way that it's a different sort of like the cannaroli rice or the arborio, it just sort of melts differently. I think. Sure. Instead of like the fast, and sure. so you can kind of watch it, and so I like a little different. Yeah, and you know, thinking of your Italian grandma and all that, like there's room for that too. Yeah, I don't have an Italian grandma, but I do like. <laughs> do you do turkey tetrazzini? No, we do that too. That's I know delicious. you love that. I feel like what I do. is what actually is tetrazzini? Because like that's such a like cream. a. Is it just a creamy, <laughs> a creamy turkey pasta that has a. Um, uh, buttery uh, panko crumb on the top, so you I, get that crunchy. So is it like a casserole though? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do a fake tetrazzini where I essentially just make like buttered noodles, but then I do like chicken with panko and cut it up and put it on there, and then I do like the chicken drippings on it and stir it up really fast with parmesan. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. And it, it tastes exactly like tetrazzini, but it doesn't have any cream in it. Okay, that's delicious. That's good. Good dairy-free, but there's still cheese. So I'm taking the delicata squash that I have left, the little rings, and then those have a little bit of sage and blue cheese on them, but... So I'm going to take, I have some pie crust left in the, in the, but it's, it's galette, you know, stuff. Yep. It's not actual pie crust. You're going to make a squash I'm going to make galette, like a yum. squash galette, savory with just the, all the squash in there. And then I'm going to put some more cheese on top of that. That sounds delicious. I know. I'm you know what's really like my favorite leftover and it'll, it'll bother you because you don't like these um, sandwiches. I just, I love sandwiches. <laughs> okay. Are we going to like you two and your sandwiches? Yeah. I've mustard. I already had three sandwiches. More than those two. Mustard, yeah. leftover cranberry sauce, and turkey on like a leftover roll or like good oh. bread. Kate's yeah. dad made good bread. It's too good. Yeah, your grand over there yes. moaning over sandwiches. Yeah. I had one last night, and you're th- you're speaking my language. Yeah, no, I've had like three sandwiches already. People, you're missing out. It's yeah, it's I sandwiches do all the time. Sandwiches. I take all of the stuff. I have the turkey carcass in my fridge right now. I'll do turkey pot pies. So leftover carrots, leftover peas, and then I take the gravy and then I put a pastry, puff pastry top on it. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah. Oh, that sounds delicious too. Yeah, and you can freeze them too. So you don't have to eat them right away. You can come back when you're feeling more Thanksgiving-ish later on down the road. You can even put the stuffing leftover in there if you want. Yes, you can do all that. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break and we will do the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. We'll take your calls live, 651-641-1071. If you want to tell us your favorite leftover, if you want to tell us a wins and loss, if you want to just comment on the pumpkin pie milkshakes, or you want to talk about making desserts for yourself on your couch, 651-641-1071. Call in now. We'll take your calls live. We are talking all the Thanksgiving wins. The losses, we want to hear from you, 651-641-1071. We will take your calls live on the air. So we've talked what we're going to be doing with our Thanksgiving leftovers. We had the chicken pot pie that I love to do that because you don't have to eat all of that same meal again. You can just freeze those and then you just bake them in the oven at 350 and the little puff pastry top gets all nice and toasty. Um, Also, I think I'm going to do... I don't know. I, I think I might do a, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. Am I going to do an Instant Pot turkey, uh, wild rice soup? Am I going to do the chicken pot pies? Like, I can't decide. For people coming over or? 
Just or, with my leftovers. Oh, with your leftovers. Okay. I've got a big turkey leftover carcass. And don't pick. forget, if you guys want to call in 651-641-1071 to give us your opinions and your feelings about your leftovers. Um, I think that a, I like a soup also because you can like, then you can, of course, you can freeze it and then have it, you know, later. Do you make, did you do, you didn't get, you didn't do your bird, right? So you don't have Mm-mm. the stock. That was the thing of yesterday. That was my entire thing is all the tops of the leeks and all the carrots and everything else goes into the pot. And then I just made stock all day mm-hmm. yesterday. So, Yum. and that was good because now I can do the risotto with that stock. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I have tons of stock though. I'm a stock sure. hoarder. So, okay. that is never a worry for me. So, you, you probably just, have at least like six mason jars of vegetable stock right now. Or chicken yeah. or, or both. Yeah, I do. So, what do you, what do you, as far as like having, so then once the, so you were at somebody else's house, did you get like a pack of leftovers to go? I got the whole turkey. The whatever, just I got all the carcass and all the wings and all that. Nobody else wanted it. Nope. I don't think anyone there was fighting you like, oh, but that carcass could be mine. I could take it and make stuff. So we froze it because we were staying. um, We had a lot of people. So we, Kurt and I stayed in a hotel with Stanley. And then, um, so I froze it at the house and then picked it up on my way out of town. How many turkeys did you guys do? Two turkeys or just one? One 24 pound bird. For how many people? Oh, like. 14, okay. 15, 16. There were kids, babies, yeah. small people. Sure. Okay. My niece, who's 16, basically, I took a picture of her plate. It was a embarrassing. roll. It was embarrassing. <laughs> this is Sammy, cousin. if you're listening, it's embarrassing. It was a roll and white breast meat. That yeah. was it. That was that yeah. all that was on her Not plate. Not even gravy or potatoes. Yeah. That's that's a phase though, yeah. Yeah, totally. It's just a phase. Just, I'm not going to eat anything. Uh, all right, we're going to go ahead and take Kim uh, Grant's lining up the calls here. Kim, how you doing? You're live on the oh, air, hi. Kim. Hi, I didn't know I was going to be live. You are. Let's, yeah. What let's you, hear it. Up? We can't wait to talk to you. Okay. Well, I just want to tell you, I'm an older, 72 year old gal. Okay. And. My feast, when you girls, I listen to you every Saturday morning, love it, love it, love it. But when you talked about macaroni and cheese, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not having that on my, on my table. So one of our guests who brings wine and she brings a beautiful centerpiece and she realized the last few years we run out of food. She brought a nine by 13 of macaroni and cheese unbeknownst to anybody. Yeah. And the college kids. And the littles, what I used to call littles, are now teenagers. Yep. Oh, my God. We opened that. We took that foil up, and I thought they were going to die. And then when, before we sat for dinner and we went around and said our thanks, one of the college said, kids was stamping his feet, and he said, I cannot wait to dig into that macaroni and cheese. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just wanted to say, you know, you, you, that, yeah. You're Thank a convert. You so You're a convert. Yeah, so will that be on your table next year? I'm the host. I am not the host. My daughter is. Um, so I have a list of things that are up for discussion. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is awesome. I love it, Bye, too. you guys. Okay, thanks Thank for you, contributing, Kim. I appreciate that. Like, up for discussion. Like, yeah. not just a yes, like, we need to discuss. Yes. I will say that's that's pretty smart. Like, if you feel like you're running out of food, like, it's a good big staple that kind of gets the kids who eat too much of everything else. Well, in the True North Cabin cookbook, that's why I have that recipe in there, because one of the things that I do when a lot of people are coming is I have a protein plan, and then I have all of the sides, and there's always... A pot of macaroni and cheese, a coleslaw, a grain salad, like things that I can keep 
serving over the course of you the weekend. You said protein plan with such a straight face. <laughs> it's hilarious. I it's 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 like a mathematical equation. It, yeah, well, you know. I mean, it is. You're, you're planning a meal for a lot of people, people dude. What do you think? This all just them. happens magically? <laughs> the magic host over yeah. here, like, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Brian is on the line. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Uh, years ago, I don't remember the, the chef, but a Thanksgiving burrito, a little bit of everything in a giant tortilla. Oh, yeah. I love it. Go the burrito. Thanks, Brian. Katie, hold the line. We'll come back with your call. We'll be back, you guys. We'll be right back.